Which can only mean one thing. It must be time for another Andy and Amanda show. Greetings. I think we also have not only Amanda Love in the UK, but we're also pleased as punch to have Cornell Butler joining us, our show coordinator, also from uh, somewhere in the East Coast, the United States. And um, hey, everybody. Hey, How can, are you doing? can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. What? 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 Awesome. What? Oh, what? <laughs> But, you know, uh, as as you know, we have to begin the show as as we sometimes do. We often do. We all know Amanda is going to be singing uh, for us, uh, joining us and <laughs> singing the British national anthem. And uh, she, I'm sure, she's going to invite everybody to to, uh, to uh, you know chime in and sing along. So uh, take it away. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Amanda. I heard about this. No, 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 no. Amanda. Wait, this before. Come on. Here, here we go. Let's uh, let's hear it. Here we go. The British national anthem. Come on, Amanda. And I'm sure Amanda's going to be singing it uh, along, too. Here we go. Yes, yeah, you're on the Andy and Amanda <laughs> show. That was very nice of you, Amanda. Thank you so much. And we know, we're, you know, yeah, you're welcome. You know, we, we, we always like, you know, we are live from the United States and from the United Kingdom, and you know, it's good to play another country's national anthem every once in a while. So, um, at least that's the only one we can find at the moment with people singing with accents. So we can go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that you know, should you know be I mean? our national anthem with the way you know us Brits love our, our food. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I know the 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 fish and chips and the potatoes and all that, you know, and the clam chowder. You know, uh, it's been a while since we've been here on the show, but you know what they say? And I'm thrilled to be back. We are. Thank you, Donald. Yes, we're all thrilled. We're all we're all thrilled to be back here on doing a live show. It's been a while. I've been traveling and having a great time up in the Pacific Northwest, and um, and I think uh, let me think. Was uh, Amanda got your second? Um, shot uh, a tequila. What is it? What, second shot of something there. What did you get? <laughs> teque- yeah, rum? my second shot tequila, and then I, uh, yeah, then I have my second shot. <laughs> On you know, uh, <laughs> 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 and then everybody was like, uh, they're hugging you know, and kissing. Everybody was, you know. Yeah. They should have been, you know. That would have been fun. <laughs> it would have been. It you know, Cornell did as well, right? Cornell, you're the second one. How are you both feeling? How are you both feeling? I feel awesome. I feel great. I feel awesome. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I accomplished. I accomplished the mar- the marathon. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I see. Uh, I got. I'm currently uh, sat here with my arm wrapped in ice because. Oh um, no! Uh, oh, yeah, the, you know the first shot was epic. Um, um, admittedly, I had a, a painful arm and I couldn't lift it, which was natural. We know about those those effects, and I know about it mm-hmm. obviously going into it this time. But unfortunately, today it's swollen and all red, and it's itching as well. Oh, so I've been no. some aloe oh, on it, no. and it's nice. But I think you know it's a small price to pay to protect your health, right, against the uh, the virus. So you know, other little side effects. But other than that, I'm I'm groovy, baby. Ready, ready. Groovy, baby. You grew it. Which shot did you get, Amanda? I had the Pfizer again. So yeah, two shots of Pfizer. Hmm. What about hmm. you? The Moderna. Oh, Medella. Okay. Medella. Yeah. I'm sorry. Medella's a beer, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> no, it's, it's a beer and a COVID vaccine, and also makes a great dessert <laughs> topping. Like yeah. Corona, right? Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry, uh, you know, you I know what they asked. You know they had they had this uh, you know after yeah. you, you have to get your shot you sit down uh, for I think 15 minutes to make sure you're recovering okay and we have a little recording of what they were talking to Cornell about after yeah. uh, you know said you know gave him a shot and then he had to sit down for 15 minutes and, uh, and they went ahead and uh, said you like to dress up like a woman <laughs> and that's when I jumped up Andy <laughs> and that's when I jumped up nothing against no offense it's just you know. I jumped up. Boing, 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 boing. I would have looked, well, not the jumping up, but the uh, dressing up. <laughs> 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 I 
gotta be careful what I say here. I'm gonna get myself into trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, is everybody? So, so we we uh, you know we had the uh, what do we have? We had the shots. Yeah, the second shot. So we're all we're all well. You guys have to wait two weeks, they say, till it kicks in completely. You know, the second shot. But for the most part, we're all now um, protected. The whole crew yeah. here on the Andy and Amanda show. We've all had our our uh, vaccines, and uh, you know, a, a year ago, Amanda and I were sitting on these very microphones and saying, "I'm not doing. It. You're doing that. Oh no, I'm not going to get a vaccine. No, I'll just wait and see. You know, wait till like three or four years and see how many people keel over from this thing, and then we'll make up our mind." You know, but yeah. um, but we we are all vaccinated, and I had zero reaction. I'm, I'm even debating in my head whether it really worked or not because I didn't feel a damn thing. I had a little sore arm. But anyway, yeah. um, I'm sure I'm sure it did. But um, I'm assuming anyway. But anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, who the hell, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, I'm maybe sure, the I'm uh, sure. maybe the nurse was mm-hmm. just a little rough with my arm, and it being the way this is, I don't know much about the reactions to the to the arm uh, after having the vaccine from people. I've just heard that you know you can get like a, a dead arm, they call it, and things like that. But um, I don't know about. The other kind of mm. stuff with you know, I mean, I've heard people like having it. like a dead arm type thing where your arm feels like a weight and you have to, you know, it's like whoa, you know. I've heard that. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, I, w- I wonder also. I'm trying to think. You know, I know a couple people okay. had. Uh, my mother got the uh, 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 Pfizer and uh, didn't get any reaction at all. Either. Wow. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to, and she's 91. I mean, zero, nothing. You know, mm. barely even a sore arm. And yeah. um, and I'm, I'm thinking. I'm sitting here thinking, which is very rare. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here thinking, um, what am I thinking about? I got to think more. Uh, what was I just thinking? Man, what was I thinking about? You were hmm. thinking about your dear old mother. And oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Know what yeah, he's pro- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was to say, Dr. Booth? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see here. Um, yeah, I am thinking about, oh yeah, got it, got it, here it comes, here it comes, here we go, I got it, <laughs> I got it, no, wait a minute, it, it's, um, I was thinking if there was a correlation between what type of reaction you get to what type of yeah. vaccine you received, right, and I'm it just trying be. to think, what I was thinking about, what I was thinking about was, how many people I know who had the uh, well? I know some folks who got the J and J, the one dose deal, oh, uh, yeah. who felt just a little under the weather for a couple of days. But I've heard the same mm-hmm. thing from other vaccines too. But uh, yeah. I, I, this is not scientific whatsoever, zero. But it seems to me that the folks that I know, and I don't know a whole lot of people, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> the three people I know <laughs> who got either Moderna or the Moderna seemed not to be a significant reaction as the Pfizer from my right. very, very unscientific poll. By the way, folks, mm-hmm. if you want to join the show, it's 515-605-9888. We have a very, very, very special guest um, joining us in about a half hour. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. You're a contemptible lowlife for talking this way. No, no. What? Oh, wait a minute. Let me just say who it is. What? Dr. Raymond Anderson is going to be joining the show, and we've been uh, uh, Cornell, our, our coordinator here, and, and I guess Amanda, too. You guys have been who coordinate all the guests and coordinate the show and all that kind of thing. Um, have been going back and forth with Dr. Anderson for quite a long time now. Um, in trying to coordinate our schedules when there would be a time uh, that we would a- enable him to join the show and when he could join yeah. the show. And finally, our universes came together, and uh, Dr. Anderson is going to be joining the show today. So you ask, who is Dr. Anderson? We've got some other things that we're going to talk about before he joins the show, but just to give you a heads up, and folks, this is why I don't need to go away, uh, to join join us right here. Stay right where you're at. Don't change that dial. Um Dr. Anderson uh, has frequently been referred to as like uh, the Renaissance man, uh, a visionary, a, a very well thought out leader. Um, and if you saw his resume and what he's done in his life, um, the reason for that becomes very, very obvious and very, very clear. His life journey has been anything but an ordinary, and he is uh, really um, – 
quite the library of life stories to talk about. And we'll be hearing some of the stories here on the Andy and Amanda show in about 30 minutes. Um, his, his mission is to, uh, Oh, his mission is to, um, Hmm. His mission is to. Uh, no. his, his mission is basically here? to uplift and build our souls up Absolutely. in the universe. And our mission, should we choose to accept it, is to take this on board and transform ourselves. Correct. Thank you guys for stepping Correct. in. But really, uh, to live, move, uh, to be active, uh, a member of society, to to get off your kabunkus and go do something, be effective, get educated. Uh, become eradicated. Well, yes. Wrong word. Awaited. Yeah. Awaited. Well, Emancipated. <laughs> Awaken yourself. Empower. Empower yourself. Empower other people. Empower the communities yes. that you live in. Yes. This guy's all about that. And man, is he powerful. And man, is he an amazing speaker. And and you're just going to love what he has to say. And uh, we even categorized this show on Block Talk Radio under sexuality. No. No, wait. What do we characterize it? Was it sexuality? No. Why would we do that? Um, spirituality. spirituality. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I don't feel like that. Thank you. Well, Thank you. Where did we jump to that, Andy? Dr. <laughs> Roof? <laughs> Dr. Roof, who uh, we know, is a frequent visitor uh, to our show. Yes. We should have categorized the show as Superman, Be under, you know, put it under that because this, this guy's awesome and he's a Superman fan. So that, that makes me so happy. So, so happy mm. because I, I too am a Superman fan. Yay! Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. I saw that that text you sent. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know Aww. that. Yeah. yeah. Ever since I've been a, a, a wee little girl, I've been oh, a huge so cool. fan. Yes, he was my mm. hero back in the day. <laughs> and I wonder. Um, so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. You know. Um, yeah, I remember Super. Oh, Christopher Reeves, of course. Remember, he had a tragic life. He ended yeah. up having and both both Christopher and his life, and both uh, both died. It's just you know both gone. But Christopher Reeves, uh, yeah. Um, what a, what a story! What a story! I know. Thrown off a horse, paralyzed, and uh, lived yeah. in a, an effective life in a wheelchair and in uh, getting recognition yeah. for spinal cord injuries. And now there's the Christopher Reeves Foundation, folks, based in Delaware, um, that is incredibly active in uh, uh, awarding grants to research groups that are very active in rehab and um, in, in rehabilitation from people who have suffered spinal cord injuries, which is incredibly traumatic. And some people do recover to whatever degree, not fully, but they're, they're made, they've made tremendous progress. And part of the reason why they've made that progress is due to the efforts and the, and the fundraising and capability of the hmm. Christopher Reeves Foundation, which exists today. So if anybody's interested in in that, maybe we'll put a link to the Christopher Reeves Foundation on our website. That just came to me because uh, I did some work uh, with them in rehab uh, uh, with my wife who's involved in rehab years ago down at Jefferson wow. University in Philadelphia. Yeah, so I was in touch so with those cool. folks and raising money for, for some rehab, rehab uh, research being done at Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia. Wow. So that's why that that's why I'm, I'm aware of them, what they do, and I've had a yeah. relationship with them previously. But anyway, it's a phenomenal organization. I don't know what got us on that, but I'm glad we did touch upon that. You know, yeah. These people are sick. Yeah, well, come on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it amazing, Trump, though? give us a break. <laughs> uh, uh, Isn't it amazing mm-hmm. how one tragic cir- circumstance could then help so many people? And that just blows my mind. It's kind of like, you know, Someone's pointing at you saying, okay, so this is going to happen in your life. I apologize. You're not going to like it. But look how many people you're going to help in the process. That is something to yeah. live for. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, you know, yeah, it is. And he was, you know, and after, he had, you know, what a catastrophic injury that ended up costing yes. his life, you know. But um, yeah. regardless, he was still he's a, a smart uh, guy, but he's a great guy. He's a great yeah. man. Great. Thank you. I agree. Thank you, Trump. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. He was a human vacuum cleaner. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as I'm aware, Superman or Christopher Reeve was more powerful than a Dyson, so yeah. Uh, yeah. You know bad. You we know call him bad. Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. You know, you hear thank too you. many compliments from Trump, so when you do hear one, it's like, oh, wow, thank you. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
So what's yeah, going well, on, know, guys? There's some craziness, you, isn't there, going on? It, it is, you know, but you know how they feel about us on the show. You know? We will not yeah. deal with you! That's been our issue. We're, we're getting <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, that's very true. We're getting there. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. You're getting there. Um, I got some news, which we're going to talk more about Monday because we're going to make, we, you know, I could do a whole show on this, which we might even do Monday or part, part of the show anyway. Um, I got word yesterday while listening to the news in my car on the radio that effective midnight on Saturday, um, everybody in Los Angeles County, whether you've been vaccinated or not, is going to be required to wear a mask. And why is this, you ask? Because the number of cases has risen 500 and some percent, 83% right. just in Los Angeles itself. Yeah. And who, who, why are those COVID cases uh, gaining attraction? Why, why are we getting more of them? And who's getting infected? The 100% of that increase, 100% of that increase were people who have not been vaccinated. So what's happening yeah. is if you're vaccinated, and we've, I'm not going to go into this whole you know, biochemistry thing again like we, we have in the past and, and, and how the COVID vaccine works and so forth. You can all look that up, but it's, it's different than every, any technology we ever had in terms of a vaccine. But, but in a nutshell, and we can still, those who, us who have been vaccinated are still susceptible to, uh, for the spike protein, the coronavirus, to gain entrance into our biology, into our, into our bodies. It won't affect us. Our bodies will, will destroy it. And none. Get out of here. Goodbye. Or if it affects us, it'll be very little. You won't go to the hospital. You won't die. You know, if you get anything at all, it'll be minimal, right? So We still carry it, right, though? Is that we right? We still carry it. Or I say we yeah. still are capable of carrying it. We're capable right. of carrying it. doesn't mean we are. Yeah. We're capable, right? Yeah. Now, uh, so what okay. that also means is that we can transmit it, especially in these uh, uh, migrations, these mutations of the virus, such mm. as the recent Delta, which we've talked to about at length on this show. Amanda brought that up when we first, I think Amanda just was the first one on this show to even talk about it. I think it came out of, I forget where it came out of, India or South Africa or something, wherever it did. Yeah, um, India. The Delta, the Delta, we talked about that and where it was going to mm. go. And, and it is in a very, very contagious. It's, it's, it's highly more contagious than the, than the original coronavirus. So what we're seeing is folks that have been vaccinated uh, becoming, um, uh, you know, susceptible or infected, but with no reaction to the virus in large part, not exclusively, but in large part the Delta virus, and they're passing it on to people who have not been vaccinated. Those people are getting sick and now being admitted to the hospital. Hospital beds, which were clearing out of coronavirus patients, if you can imagine, here in L.A., we talked about how horrific, how horrific, this this the toll has been on the population here in California uh, at one point and uh, and uh, starting in you know in, in May June boom all restrictions were lifted social distances lifted no yeah. longer need to wear yeah. a mask indoors or outdoors bam everybody restaurants full capacity you're returning to normal life where if those of you who have not been vaccinated you still got to wear a mask because the people who are walking around you. The, the 70 some odd percent of the population that has been vaccinated in this area uh, can can give you the the uh, the virus and you can get sick and you can be hospitalized and you can die. Well, so those people, what they end up doing is they say, hey, no one's going to know if I'm vaccinated or not. I'm aware of no mask. I'm done with the mask. I'm over the mask. And they become yeah. infected and they get sick and yeah. some die. Right. Yeah. So because of those people, because of that minority population. Everybody has to wear a mask because of the stubbornness, because of the ignorance, because of the self-righteousness, whatever it is that drives those people not to get a vaccine. We all here on the show have been vaccinated. Hey, we're here to talk about it. We're not going to get sick and die from coronavirus. None of us here on the show. And, and most of our listeners have been vaccinated that, I, that I'm aware of so far. I, I, I don't know if that's a – I think I'm, I'm pretty sure just based on what I know who our listeners are and where they are um, that I, I, can, I think it's a pretty accurate – statement that if not most in a large a large population of our listeners have been vaccinated wherever you are in the world anyway yeah. so we're going to dive more into that uh next <clears throat> week because uh, i don't want to dwell on it too much today instead i want to talk about what's going on in the world of amanda love oh well, okay well uh you know i'll talk about more about what you just discussed on monday as well because our cases have hit fifty thousand uh, a day um 
here. Can so I use that number my... again? Wait, 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 wait. 50,000 a day? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Crazy. Wow. And we're, we're due to come out of lockdown on the 19th of this month. And uh, there's going to be restrictions in place. We're still asked to wear masks. Um, we travel and in, in stores and things like that. And to be very, very sensible. They, they're, you know, pleading with people to be sensible because, you know, this is crazy. But what has mm. angered a lot of the UK at the moment is we've just had the UEFA uh, European Championships for soccer, um, mm. as you guys are aware of it in the US. Mm. Uh, so... It's been a big deal here, and it always is, and it's a huge money thing, obviously, and it's the, the biggest sport in the UK. Yeah. And we were angered because loads of people were allowed to attend in the Wembley Stadium, admittedly half the amount they usually have. However, you know, there wasn't many with masks on. They're all close to each other. I assume that they've been vaccinated. That's great. But still, you know, we're being denied access to sick children in hospitals, two parents at a time because of the COVID situation, and yet you can go and buy tickets and go and watch a football match and, mm -hmm. you know, w watch a sport being played out. And there's thousands and thousands of fans in the streets all gathered together with no masks on. And uh, people have broken into the stadium to watch who didn't have tickets. So they're investigating that as well. Mm. And they were taking up the seats of people who did buy tickets. And so there was violence broke out. And um, a lot of people got injured and hurt, and, uh, you know, there's been a lot going on about that. The England game, we lost. However, people have been abusing our three uh, players who tried to score um, on penalties. Oh. And because um, they are of black skin, they have been racially abused online. And our Prime Minister, Boris oh. Johnson, got oh. up in front of the nation... Uh, before a COVID talk and said, I will not tolerate this. The UK stands against racism. His words were, crawl back under the rock that you came from because we will not tolerate it. It's disgusting. So, um, yes, I was very proud of him for saying that. Yes. <clears throat> you bet. So, you know, these, these young lads didn't deserve that, and I support them fully. It's all over social media. We support them all the way. The other thing, of course, is we've got um, a... Well, it's being predicted that we've got a winter vomiting virus. You guys have probably heard about it. It's been around for a while called the norovirus. Um, mm -mm. So there's been a huge... It. You've not heard of that? Okay. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's, a, mm -mm. it's a vomiting virus. And we've mm. got 154 cases of the outbreak at the moment compared to an average oh. of 53 over a time period of five years. So it's increased. They're warning everybody to be careful that the, the symptoms are projectile vomiting and diarrhea. Um, it's spread through contact with others who have it uh, or are contaminated surfaces. It may be extremely unpleasant and goes away in about two days. You can usually treat it at home with lots of fluids and, and you know to avoid dehydration. But you know they're trying to be careful with that because of, of course, the, the COVID situation as well. Um, so that's really increasing. I think, really I, I, think increasing. I feel okay. I think I'm getting. I can see nothing uh, in the data at the moment. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You've been examining the content. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was so crazy. I got visual it. I can visualize <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Wait, was that that fish sandwich I ate earlier? No, 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 no. I don't think it was. 
Oh my god. Unbelievable. Oh my god. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you know. You think the best of us? Yeah. Everybody's laughing. That's right. He, 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 he. That's right. Everything is a laugh here in America. That's Ain't right. Nobody's serious. People yeah. hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I'm sure you're hungry after that explosion. Yes. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know, uh, Amanda? You, that number. You're right. Uh, Fifty out of eight o'clock, which is what uh, 25 minutes ago thereabouts uh, in the UK, 51,870 new coronavirus cases today in the UK. Yes. Yes. Yesterday, 48,354. Two days ago in the UK, 41,000. So it's getting five, 6,000 a day. Yeah. In the UK. It's pretty scary. Yeah. In the it's USA, made a lot of people 30, very nervous. Oh, yeah. 36,000 cases in the USA yesterday and uh, 35,000 two days ago. Um, wow. Man. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Mm. Crazy times in the USA. In, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 624,248 people lost their lives in the United States to coronavirus. 624,000 people. Unbelievable. Wow. It is unbelievable. Hmm. What a a long, long, strange trip it has been, as they say. As they say. It certainly has, Andy. It really has. Apparently not everyone was aware of the incessant march of progress. I agree. No. One agrees with that statement. Well, I do agree. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. understand that scientists will soon make it possible. Yeah, they will. We'll get back there. We'll get back there. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And in the meantime, yeah. we need to behave ourselves and do the right thing. Yes? We do. Yes, yes. We do. Yes. <laughs> hey, Cornell. Yes, yes, yes. How you doing? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cornell started getting quiet there. I was like, yo, Cornell. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, I was in the background while while you was farting. I was in the background frying some eggs. Oh. Cornell <laughs> oh. doesn't cook that often, so we make him feel good when he does. Oh. Yeah. I suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't be silly. Uh, huh. um, um, wow, you know. So here in the United States, we've had we have a, you know as a bunch of other things going on here. I mean, it's been we haven't been on in uh, for a live show, and there's been um, you know a, a lot of uh, a lot going on. There's new books that just came out, um, and one of them is revealing that uh, Trump actually wanted to um, initiate uh, some sort of coup, a military coup, after he lost the election. Mm-hmm. Keep, to keep yeah. in office, he, he he actually wanted to do this, and this has been verified by by, by independent generals. And, wow! Um, yeah, it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Wow! I wonder yeah. how he's getting along with suing the social media as well. Yeah, that's going to go nowhere. That that case is going yeah. nowhere. I, is that, I think he knows. See, here's the thing about that case. And if those of you who, who around the world were in 22 countries who don't know that uh, that Donald Trump. Uh, filed a lawsuit against Google and Facebook and I guess Twitter for banning him for life um, uh, from their uh, from their social media platforms. And why did they ban him? Because uh, he was dangerous to society and dangerous to the world that we live in, dispelling um, uh, that information regarding Biden's victory, you know, saying he, Biden really didn't win. I won. The election was stolen. And, uh, and creating, uh, a, you know, a, an uproar and creating uh, what led to the insurrection, you know, an angry mob. Um, yeah. So, uh, so for the safety, for all our sakes, um, Facebook and, and Google and Twitter did the appropriate thing. So we can't have somebody who has this much clout, this much gravitas, this much, you know, uh, a pull with American people for whatever reason. Yeah. I still don't know. Yeah. Um, being, being going on our, our platforms and, and, and putting out all these, these lies, these conspiracy theories, which are, which are, have been debunked time and time and time again by by courts and by attorneys and by both Republicans and Democrats alike in very high positions in various states across the country. Um, and so they kicked him off. And so he said, you can't do that because it's freedom of speech. Freedom of speech only applies to government and to public uh, platforms. And uh, Google and Facebook are private businesses. They, they have their own policy and they set their own policy. Uh, and their policy yeah. is you know, uh, uh, where you know Donald Trump w- 
you know, voided the policy. He got kicked out for good reason. So what, here's yeah. the thing. That case is not going to go anywhere. I'm going to tell you why for two reasons. One is if it were to go to deposition or discovery where he had to testify or sit down at the conference table under oath with the defense attorneys from Google and Facebook mm. and Twitter, uh, he'd have to answer questions and tell the truth, which he's not known to do anyway. But yeah. th- there's no way – there's no way he would ever – because once – you file a lawsuit, you're an open book. They can request they, – they, they mandate you know, discovery. They request this document, this document, this document, this tape, this recording. Um, you know, they'll, they'll use speeches that he gave. They'll use talks that he gave. They'll use interviews that he gave. Uh, it's an open book, and they, it's, a, it's wide open. And there's no way that Donald Trump is going to subject himself to that. He'd be stepping in yeah. a huge pot of water and open up additional litigation in all likelihood. Yeah. He'd be incriminating himself in a way, in deposition, through discovery. So there's no way he, – he's – I'd like to say he's not a dumb guy, but maybe he is. I don't really know. I don't think he is. <laughs> but No, but maybe he just likes to play them. <laughs> yeah, so, so this whole thing about the lawsuits, and he got it in front of a podium and did a emblem on the podium uh, that was very, or very similar, like a facsimile of the president of the United States emblem at the podium at the president when the president gives a speech, except yeah. it was Trump. But it looked just like the president of the United States, and he wore that suit with the American flag on the lapel, and he gave up very presidential, uh, said this is uh, going to be a, a win for freedom with this lawsuit. But he knows all well and good that the lawsuit's not going to go anywhere. He's probably been told that by his own attorneys. He had a tough time finding attorneys to take the lawsuit because right. you know, att- attorneys can get in trouble if they know something has no gravity, has no bearing, has no weight. And, and, and they're based on a lie, right? Yeah. They cannot they, – yeah. they, they risk – that's actionable against the attorney, yeah. right? Let alone yeah. Donald Trump. So, yeah. um, so this whole thing was a publicity stunt to get him um, you know, put in front of the podium again. We are going to now um, – we've been talking – we talked earlier about a very special guest that we're going to have on our show, and I can see on our board – that our guest has arrived and has clicked in, and we're going to welcome Dr. Raymond Anderson onto the Andy and Amanda show. Dr. Anderson, good let me see. Good afternoon. <laughs> Great to be with you. Thank you hey, very much. To you welcome. as well. Hey. It's lovely to have you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Good to be here. Oh, we're truly blessed. Thank truly you. Blessed. Thank you. Thank you. So how are you doing? I'm doing exceptionally well. I mean, the weather here is about 4,629 degrees Celsius, so, you know, it's nice and chilly. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> hey, nice Rev, chilly day. Rev, this yeah. is Cornell. I live on the East Coast. Trust me, I understand. Right, like it's brisk. <laughs> it's nice and brisk. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, you know, all, all is well. There's a lot going on in the world, a lot going on in life, but all in all... I'm doing exceptionally well. Best I've ever been in my entire 55 years of life. That Whoa. Is amazing to hear. I'd love to hear that. Yes. Thank you. Um, I, I gave you a nice big promotion going into the show today when we started the show. And, uh, and, and if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to take maybe just a few minutes and, and talk to our listeners who are scattered around the world. We're in 22 yeah, countries yeah. around the world, and a thousand listeners all over. Uh, okay. Primarily United States and UK, but but we do have listeners right. everywhere else. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, tell tell us about uh, tell us about your your career and your you know what you've accomplished, which is pretty impressive. And rather than me just <laughs> talk about it, rather you talk yeah. about it. <laughs> okay, so in, in a short synopsis, I used to be a public school teacher. I'm I'm originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and I used to be a Pittsburgh public school teacher an American Sign Language interpreter for the deaf community, wow. an American Sign Language performing artist, um, many other things. I currently have 10 degrees. I have two associates, two bachelors, two masters, and four doctoral degrees. And I am currently a minister, an ordained minister with the Centers for Spiritual Living. And I lead a community in the Baltimore region of the United States of America. Um, oh, wow. I've, I've authored two books, one specifically on how to sign songs in American Sign Language, and one is sort of a spiritual self-help book in terms of, like, how do you live life the way you want to live and how you actually deserve to live life? 
Wow. Mm. Fantastic. The, the first it, book sounds so impressive. I mean, yeah. they, they both, don't get me wrong, they're both impressive, but you know, you don't hear about, <laughs> you don't hear about the, um, the whole visual effect uh, with sign language with music, right? right? That, that's right. not really promoted and talked about or, you know, even focused on, and I think that's very important. Correct, correct. And how I got into it was, you know, originally I used to interpret in, years ago I was a fundamental Christian, and I used to interpret in many churches, and I noticed that the deaf people in the congregation really weren't paying attention when the singers or the choir or whatever, you know, when they were performing. And so yeah. I used to ask, I used to ask, so what's up? What are y- y'all talking about the football game this coming weekend rather than, you know, the music? You know, like, because yeah. it's boring. It doesn't do anything for us. So I started to explore what could I do to bring the music alive in a way that even though they can't hear the music, they would still get something out of it. Yeah. So it was a multi-year process, and I finally, I'm going to say, like, I cracked the Da Vinci Code of it, and I began to present it in a way where deaf people were like, wait a minute, that's what music looks like? Oh, yeah, you need to write a book about this. You need to teach people how to do this. You need to do something with this because that's beautiful. So that's what it inspired is. the book. So, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> and, and, and the doctor, you know, a lot, a lot of folks, uh, you know, they hear a uh, um, you know, people, you know, doctors of this, doctor of that, mm-hmm. having, having the degrees you have, that is one, even getting one doctor, let alone four, one yeah. is an incredible accomplishment. You know, the research projects, the defense, the writing, um, you know, the classwork, the studies, it's, it's just very all encumbersome. I mean, it's just an incredible yes. amount of work and, yes. and very please, challenging. Please, please stop talking about it. I'm having flashbacks of all of it. <laughs> I'm having... Like I'm spiraling down Alice's. You're like I'm in the rabbit hole. Like no. Yeah. yeah. And then you then you have the postdocs and the you know all yeah. this and oh my gosh. Oh, so oh, you're gonna keep but, bringing up the trauma, right? You're gonna keep. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna keep bringing it back. Okay. okay. You sounded you sounded like you sound like you're doing too well. You know what I mean? You're doing too well. So I, I, uh, uh-huh. that's fine. Yeah, it just know, gives we, me we more to talk about. We need a little bit. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But yes, you are very accurate. Very accurate, yes. And I don't know why I didn't stop with the first one, but, you know, the bookworm in me, the forever life student was like, hey, why stop it? It's like donuts. Why eat just one? (laughs) They sell them in dozens. Keep on going. (laughs) If only everyone thought like that, right? That'd be so cool. (laughs) Not with a donut so much, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's always room for cupcakes, so. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's not all about donuts. (laughs) Right, right, yes. So, so, oh. uh, so, and you, you also do speaking, correct? You do speaking engagements yeah. and 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 uh, um, you know, somewhat. I guess you can call them motivational. I guess, really. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, yes. So, all like the gamut. Like I teach we, workshops we, and seminars on all kind of things, and you know, motivational speeches, and yeah, the whole the whole gamut. Yep. You know, I we, think that's so important. Yeah. Yes. It is. We, we'll say we, that again. Amanda uh, was saying that. Yeah, oh, sorry, well, she, yeah. She, yeah, she 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 does it sometimes. She gives a blank. She says something that she Thanks. forgets. I mean, she. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. I was, okay. I was but, waiting but, for Andy to to step in. I could hear him. He's right to say something. I was like, she's my she's my internet wife. I'm I'm allowed to to talk to her that way. I oh, hear you. you. I hear you. I understand. Yes. I understand. You, you know, you, you know, know, Amanda. Yeah. Amanda and I have never <laughs> met. We we've never met. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. Well, not face to face, but you have met. Yeah. Right. It's it's like what I told people with this whole COVID pandemic thing is, we're, yes, while we may be physically distant, we're not socially distant because the internet has brought us closer together in many ways. Oh, and it, especially a, a lot of ways. So, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, yeah. So man, that's about as close as man and I. Have. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but um, you know, we t- we've talked. You know, we've had uh, folks um, on this show uh, previously. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, um, uh, some some authors and folks. And we, we've talked about 
motivating people, getting people. Mm-hmm. You know, as a matter of fact, yeah. uh, at one point I remember having to. I used to be a, um, an airline pilot. I, I flew oh. airplanes, and okay. I started flying when I was uh, 16. I was a, a flight instructor for airlines when I was 19, and I had an airline wow. job when I was 20, 23. Yeah, I was learning how to fly when I was learning how to drive, and it's interesting because as I was learning how to fly, I started really diving in to not only flying. The plane, but the philosophy of flight. Uh, you right. heard about the the book way back when Jonathan was it Jonathan Livingston Seagull way back when. Yes. Um, yes. Remember that. Remember that. And yes. and it's interesting because you're just sitting up in an autopilot at forty one thousand feet, and you're looking down upon the world, and everybody's doing their thing, and you know, like little almost like little robots. You get up in the morning, you go do your thing, you come back, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, and then the sun goes down, the sun comes up, the sun goes down, right. the sun comes up, and and right. there's nothing, there's nothing that you can do. That's going to change how the world rotated yesterday. Right. It already right. happened. It already rotated. And right. and what I used to think about, and we've touched on this show previously, is in relationship. I used to compare. I still do. You know, um, life is an airplane. Okay. And in order for an, in order for an airplane to take off and go down the runway, it has to overcome many many variables to beat gravity. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. easy. It's easy for that air, for that airplane. Just to sit on the just sit on the ground, do nothing. Mm-hmm. But in order for it to do anything, it's tough. It's right. got a really, it's got a whole lot of things got to happen. Then bingo, it's it takes flight and it becomes airborne. It's in the air, right? Now life, mm-hmm. if you could so easily in your life, just you know, it's so easy not to not to break barriers, not to create right. breakthroughs. It's so easy because you don't have to do a lot not to do anything. Mm-hmm. To do something, you got to do anything. You have to overcome some variable, and when you overcome that variable, there's a cost and a payoff to overcoming that variable. What, what, what's it going to cost you to do? Right. To do that, you know. So, so it's kind of interesting. That's been our whole. We've we've touched upon that, um, you know, several times in the past year and a half on the show about just, you know, making things happen in your life, and and so many people take what happened yesterday with them in today and into tomorrow, and that's why they can't do things or can do things, you know, and we right. were kind of like, ah, let, let it go, you know, I just, you know, move, move along, mm-hmm. you know, but, mm-hmm. but that's kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know if that means anything, but. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. Doc, Doc, Dr. Red. Yes. Cornell, yes. how you doing? Well, and yourself? I, I'm doing awesome. I want to ask you a question. Okay. I want to ask you a question about the universal laws. Okay. That's, um, that's, that's, that's you know, it's, it's an appetizer of a conversation. But go for it. Um, <laughs> can I ask you, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Aries. Um, right. Yes. 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 Um, I want to ask you: Is the universe power of the universe laws? Are they act? I mean, are they real, or is on the mind? Oh, that okay. That's a really good. That's a really good question. So. In just for example, in the Kabbalion, which is a mystical metaphysical document, it starts off with saying that all is mind, that this is a mental universe. And what I extrapolate from that is when Voltaire said, and I'm going to use this word God, but he said, God is a circle whose circumference is nowhere and whose center is everywhere. That means everything is in the mind of God, made from God, et cetera, et cetera. So when the Judeo-Christian Bible says you're made in the image and likeness of, it's not just you were created by this thing, but that you are it in human form in the same way that, you know, we're the DNA structure of our parents and our ancestors, et cetera. We are them living now in this form so, or Carl Sagan said, we are stardust. We are made of that stuff. So, yes, the laws are real and they are applicable. And it sort of ties into what Andy was saying. Like, I think of Newton's first law, which says if a body is at rest, then it's going to stay at rest until something influences it. So what? the plane is going to stay at rest until yeah. something influences it. And it's going to stay in motion until something else influences it to stop moving. So either it runs out of fuel, there's wind, there's turbulence, like some, it's going to either not move or it's going to move and until something changes it. So it's the same thing with the laws of the universe. If we want to shift our lives, change our lives, live more empowered, authentic, transparent, like 
truly live our lives, then we have to be willing to change something, to move something, whether that's changing a thought, which then becomes changing a feeling, which then becomes changing an action. A lot of people tend to think like there's this phrase in new thought, change your thinking, change your life. And that's great and good, but it's only one step. That's like saying, I'm going to bake a cake. All I need is to think about it. No, thinking about it ain't going to bake it. You need to gather ingredients. You need to break some eggs. You need like, you need to do whatever. You can't just think cake. You can't just think healthy. You can't just think like whatever. Think plain fly, and it's not going to work that way. You have to change and then move. But yes, the laws are real. I love that interpretation. That's incredible. And the examples you've just given there, that is is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. No, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Because, I mean, like, I know it from experience because of how I grew up. I grew up as an abused child, traumatized. Yada, 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 you name it, and at some point I had it, experienced it. And when I changed everything that I just mentioned, how I think, how I speak, how I feel, and what I do, that's what gave me the ability to live life on my terms now. Wow. Wow. That's That's incredible, and I think that's that's important, very important for a lot of people out there who are struggling because, you know, the, 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 the term spirituality gets thrown around so much and it has a stigma attached to it. Sure um, does. You know, a lot of people immediately reach for religion and they're put off immediately because, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of evidence out there for backing that up. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's such a shame that people get put off by even approaching the subject and saying, okay, so how can I look at this in a way that's not going to um, Make me run for the hills. How can I? How can I view this in my own safe environment without feeling threatened by the possibility that I need to suddenly change into this person who wears these robes and has got to, you know, uh, uh, preach or, or change everything about who they are? Because that's the way a lot of people visualize spirituality, yeah. and people get, you know, they get pigeonholed and pushed and labeled, and you know, people stay clear of these people like. You have to become this this entirely different being, mm-hmm. but you don't. You you grow who you already are, what was already in you. Like you said, mm-hmm. um, being made in that image, it's already there, and it's just a case of discovering that within you and saying, okay, so everything I am is really cool and badass, right? And you know, it's just going to get better. I'm not going to have to fit into this role that everybody is dictating or that people are painting. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's such a shame that we we fear it so much. And yes. we don't approach it. I think that is something that needs to be um, put out there a more. That it's okay to explore things. There's nothing scary about it. That it's actually pretty cool when you look into these things. And it, it brings up a lot of questions. Sure. And I think those questions are healthy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's good to question. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Edson, let me ask you a question. What, you know, you're involved with the, uh, the, the Center for Spiritual Living, um, mm-hmm. and, and what would you, when you say spiritual living, it's kind of interesting because spiritual living doesn't necessarily attach itself to religious living, does it? It's not. It's, it's yeah. So can you go into that just a little bit? When you say spiritual living, what what does that entail? What is spiritual living? So the the most basic response or most basic answer to that is. It's sort of like what Amanda was just saying. That which is magnificent mm-hmm. about us, we already are it, right? Like yes. it's already yes. in us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what's causing us to breathe. We are magnificent beings mm-hmm. because think about it. There was a mm-hmm. time, I'm going back to the plane thing. There was a time when people looked at the sky and look at the birds and they were like, oh, wow, it would be cool to fly. And then some folks yeah. actually got out there and put some cardboard or whatever together and jumped off grandma's roof and broke a leg. But eventually, <laughs> mm-hmm. eventually... Mm-hmm. To the point where we know you could get a huge tube, throw some beams on it, put some gas in it, and it's, a, it's able to defy gravity long enough to move you from California to the UK. Yeah. It's a huge metal yeah. tube, but it flies yeah. through the air. And yeah. that was created yeah. and invented by the human mind. That by yeah. itself says we are magnificent and capable of great things. So the idea of spiritual living is how do I tap into the magnificence of what I am and who I am and live that in the most authentic way possible? Like that's the general idea. Like when, um, when Audre Lorde said, if I didn't define myself 
for myself, then I would be crunched into other people's fantasies about me and I would be eaten alive. Spiritual living is how do you define your life on your terms and live it in an unapologetic way so that you are a beneficial presence on this planet? Beautiful. Wow, I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I have one more question, and this this got to do with us because um, you think um, Rev Doc, um, you think a, another person vessel could put uh, individuals together because we always say on the show that the universe put us three together because we all come from different you know time <laughs> zones and everything. So I'm gonna it's a it's a yes and because. So for, for my, my belief system where I am now, there is no anthropomorphic de- – it sort of ties into what Amanda was saying about religion and spirituality and how it's a turnoff because when we think of God or spirit or whatever we're calling it, the universe, as something external from us, then it's controlling us, right? Like somehow we're still pawn pieces and there's this thing that's bigger than us, move the pieces together and then – can oh, wait a minute, let me move this person and this person and this person, and now they're connected on this show. Rather than that, it's each one of you is that very power. And your will is the will of the universe as it's incarnating itself as you. And when each of you had the thought and said, huh, I'm open to communication. Huh, I'm open to creating a show. Huh, I'm open to collaboration. And then because you put that into creation, then everything, everywhere brought the three of you together. So the three of you did it rather than some, as the universe, the three of you as the universe itself did it rather than something external to you bringing you together. I am right with you. I I am right with you there. That's that's, that's my... That's how I live my life. I'm, uh, yeah. It's 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 faith in in who we are as people and being effective and getting out there and, and being ourselves, and being true to ourselves, living with integrity and and mm-hmm. making things happen. And and it ain't going to come from anywhere else but from ourselves. If we don't do anything, then nothing's going to happen. Exactly. Yes. And, yeah. And yeah, and, simple, and I think that's simple as that. Yes. And I think that's one of the reasons why to go back to what Amanda was saying about religion and spirituality and the turnoff is. There are a lot of people who are comfortable in their trauma, so they look for a god or a devil to help keep them comfortable in their trauma. Yes. There are a lot of people who stand behind the pulpit, and they are technically covert or overt narcissists who love the power, so they use their power as priests, nuns, ministers, preachers, etc., to manipulate that weakness of codependent and people-pleasing you know, uh, ideologies in people to say, how can I tweak this, manipulate them to get more money, to get more prestige, to get that Cadillac I want, to get that jet plane I want. So they play on people's weaknesses rather than what I tell people is, I am a minister in this position and I, my job is to put me out of a job. My job is to get you to such a degree of understanding of what you are that you no longer need me support you in that way. I'm still there as a minister. It's like the, the Eastern version of medicine. We judge doctors as being most effective when they have healthier patients. Rather than in the West, well, we know the Western medicine, we are reactive to illness and disease versus yes. being proactive. My job as a minister is not to play into your weaknesses, but to build up your strengths and to keep you healthy rather than, oh, you're, oh, you got that again? Okay, let's pray. Oh, you got that again? Let's pray again. Oh, you yeah. got that again? Let's pray. No, my <laughs> thing is to break the paradigms and that consciousness so you now live independently and powerfully on your own. Yes. That is beautiful. I love every word of I what you that. just said. Absolutely yeah. every <laughs> word. Every word. Oh, I'm and sure that. our listeners do as well. That is incredible. Yes, yes. Thank you. And, and, uh, and have we only got a small amount of time left. Is there anything mm-hmm. that you want to share with everybody before we ask you any more questions? Anything that you've come to the show with? Okay, I want to talk about this today. <laughs> so I guess uh, to tie in with all of that is if anyone's listening and no matter what's going on in your life, like, you know, we say this phrase, you know, teach a man to fish and he'll be able to eat for the rest of his life. But if you only give him a fish, then he only eats once. And the idea is it's both and. 
you can be traumatized, you can have poverty, there's racism, sexism, homophobia, all of these things are realities and exist in our world. However, there is a means by which we can transcend, transform, transmute, all of that, and you can rise up into a greater way of living. Um, In the Judeo-Christian Bible, Jesus, Yeshua said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. How do we have that life and have it more abundantly? Find your tribe, find your ohana, find those people who support you, nurture you, believe in you, and feed you when you need that. The people who see the goodness in you and are willing to support that rather than those who tear you down, criticize you, and judge you. There is a better way of living, and we can change the world. I love it. I love it. Love it. Yes. <laughs> you, you are one enlightening and empowering human being. Dr. I'm honored. Uh, Thank you. I, 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 mean, I, couldn't, I couldn't be more sincere. I mean, just I'm honored. You know, I can I'm sit honored. and listen to you for, yeah, brilliant. Thank you. It's true. For Andy, you I, say I, that. I, yeah. I, I say that very heartfelt, very heartfelt. Um, Definitely. Just, just really well, I'm honored. I'm honored. Doc, you know, three of you as well. I'm what sorry? did you say? I said blessings and congratulations to the three of you as well. Thank oh, you so much. Hey, hey Doc, if thank anybody you. wanted to get in contact with you through your social media, so um, all you all you gotta do is like Google me Raymont, and it ends with a T. Raymont Anderson. You could also go to my website website www.raymontanderson.com. Look for me on YouTube, Instagram. Like I'm pretty much there. I'm just not on TikTok yet. I keep putting that off. <laughs> I just got on myself. I'm like, whoa. What, is, whoa. <laughs> um, what I'd like to do is I'm too extend, cool. No. I would like to. Uh, I would like to extend a uh, an invitation for you to join us again. I know it was okay. tough joining up, you know, getting late. But if you would, uh, if you would mind, I would love to have you back on our show again. I think we all would. And talk about some things, maybe get more of our listeners involved. Our number here on the okay. show, folks, is 515-605-9888 for future reference. Um, but let's plan on that, and we'll be yes. in touch as to when we can make that happen again. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, just incredible conversation. Wonderful. Thank you very much. This. I know. I'm I wish we had all day to talk to yes. you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. And have a blessed morning, afternoon, evening, depending on where everybody is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. We appreciate that. Thank you. You have an amazing day, too. You, too. Take care. And thanks for joining us. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was uh, fabulous. That was just absolutely fabulous. And uh, we'll have Dr. Anderson back with us again. Amanda, we have 30 seconds left. Take us home. Let's do it. Okay, so on behalf of Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, and myself, Amanda Love, here in the UK, Cornell Butler in Delaware, and uh, our wonderful guest, Raymond Anderson, for joining us. We are truly blessed and honored. Everybody, thank you for listening and join us again on Monday. Have an amazing weekend. We love you guys. Keep smiling and stay safe, okay? I can't follow the logic on that at all. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, folks. Have a great weekend. We'll be back live on Monday with the Andy and Amanda Show. Bye now.